Hello friends, today we are going to be reading Mark chapter 11. As always, before we begin, let us go ahead and pray over the word that we will receive today. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for the day that you've given us. Thank you for the people in our lives. Thank you for the many blessings that you pour down in our lives. Lord, we pray for the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding to really grasp the word that we're going to receive today to be able to share this with whoever needs to hear it, and to be able to put it to work into our own lives. Help us, Lord, to bear the fruits of your Spirit in all that we do, and allow us to be a beacon of light for your love, kindness, grace, and mercy. Holy Spirit, be breathed into us today, and allow us to walk in your guidance in each and every step that we take. Help us to have your discernment in all things, and help us to understand the truth behind the message we will receive today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This first section is called, Jesus Comes to Jerusalem as King. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethphage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and just as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks why you are doing this, say, The Lord needs it, and will send it back here shortly. They went and found a colt outside in the street, tied at a doorway. As they untied it, some people standing there asked, What are you doing untying that colt? They answered as Jesus had told them to, and the people let them go. When they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks over it, he sat on it. Many people spread their cloaks on the road while others spread branches they had cut in the fields. Those who went ahead and those who followed shouted, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David! Hosanna in the highest heaven! Jesus entered Jerusalem and went into the temple courts. He looked around at everything, but since it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. This next section is called Jesus Curses a Fig Tree and Clears the Temple Courts. The next day, as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. Seeing in the distance a fig tree in leaf, he went to find out if it had any fruit. When he reached it, he found nothing but leaves, because it was not the season for figs. Then he said to the tree, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard him say it. On reaching Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple courts and began driving out those who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of money changers and the benches of those selling doves and would not allow anyone to carry merchandise through the temple courts. And as he taught them, he said, Is it not written, My house will be called a house of prayer for all nations, but you have made it a den of robbers? The chief priests and the teachers of the law heard this, and began looking for a way to kill him, for they feared him, because the whole crowd was amazed at his teaching. When evening came, Jesus and his disciples went out of the city. In the morning, as they went along, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots. Peter remembered and said to Jesus, Rabbi, look, the fig tree you cursed has withered. Have faith in God, Jesus answered. Truly I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, Go, throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in their heart but believes that what they say 
will happen. It will be done for them. Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them, so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. This last section is called The Authority of Jesus Questioned. They arrived again in Jerusalem, and while Jesus was walking in the temple courts, the chief priests, the teachers of the laws, and the elders came to him. By what authority are you doing these things, they asked, and who gave you authority to do this? Jesus replied, I will ask you one question. Answer me, and I will tell you by what authority I am doing these things. John's baptism, was it from heaven or of human origin? Tell me. They discussed it among themselves and said, If we say from heaven, he will ask, Then why didn't you believe him? But if we say of human origin, they feared the people for everyone held that John really was a prophet. So they answered Jesus, We don't know. Jesus said, Neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. So that is the end of chapter 11. In verse 24, it says, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. So we just went through a scare with my brother. He's younger than me, but he's the oldest of all the boys. My parents took him to the hospital the other day, and the doctors had said that they had seen some little masses on his liver. So they thought that they were tumors, and they were going to have to test them to see if they were malignant or benign. Well, my parents were crying, obviously. They were distraught and super worried, and I told them, don't worry about it. God's got this. Like, just pray. Just keep your faith and pray. And it's easier said than done. I was trying to be strong for them, but in my heart, you know, that sinking feeling, like, what if it is cancer, really overwhelmed me. And it took me a little bit, but I finally got on my knees and I prayed to God that please let a miracle happen. Please let them have just read something wrong and let this just not be anything that could hurt him. So then the other day they called and said he wasn't going to need to have surgery. He wasn't going to need to have a biopsy because they did a CT scan in contrast and found that what they were looking at were just scarring from some previous surgeries. So whenever it says that truly I tell you whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have it and you will receive it. That is so powerful. Because it's hard to believe that you have something that you don't have. But you just have to remember all the times that God has seen you through, all the times that he's answered your prayers. And that is how you will have faith for the next time that you need him to come through for you. I hope that this message helps somebody today and that you all have a great day. 
that's all the time that I have. So till next time.